Welcome to the Madison County Milk House. I'm Samantha Field, the Public Information Officer for Madison County. And joining me today is Chairman John Becker. Good morning, Chairman. How are you? Good morning, Samantha. And good morning, everybody. It's good to be here. It's been a little while since we had you on the podcast. So we thought it'd be a good time to get you on and talk about some of the things that are going on here at Madison County. As we're kind of wrapping up the year, where did 2020, what year are we in? Where did 2023 go? 2022 went by fast, but 2023 <laughs> went by fast also. Yep. Uh, so when I say we're rounding it out, I know it's, you know, end of October, but here in Madison County, we're knee deep in budget season. Yes. Uh, annual session starts the second week of November. And that means, you know, we go to two meetings a month trying to get the business wrapped up for the county. Uh, so I guess the first thing we should talk about is, you know, with budget season coming, coming, what are some of the obstacles standing in our way? Well, um, the first thing that comes to mind is state mandates, which is always an obstacle. Uh, Medicaid, and we've talked about it a hundred times before, that it's a federal program and it gives X amount of dollars towards Medicaid recipients. And the New York, New York State Legislature has taken it upon themselves and to add more benefits on top of that Medicaid. And uh, it's, it's unaffordable for the state to have this program. So what they've done is they've taken and pushed part of Medicaid onto um, the localities, onto the counties. And, of course, the counties get most of their uh, revenues from property tax. Well, this year the governor has taken and thrown an extra almost $2 million down onto just Madison County. Actually, it's $1.8 onto Madison County. And she's done that throughout the other 61 counties in the state, saying that uh, we have a lot of extra um, internet revenue which we don't have a lot of, we have more of, uh, internet revenue so we can afford that cost. So it's a cost shift from the state and onto the counties and uh, raise the age. Um, If you go over the 2% tax cap, raise the age is a hit to your budget and that's another half a million dollars um, for us here in Madison County. So there's a couple of unfunded mandates working here um, there's a lot of... And I want to just say, when you say internet revenue, you mean sales tax from internet sales. Center, sales tax from internet sales because uh, people are using the internet more to buy things than they are going to the big box stores. Right. But we haven't really seen a leveling off of sales tax from non-internet sources here in Madison County. So that's really a good thing. But uh, when, there was, when the state put through revenue sharing or the sales tax sharing from internet sales, it really uh, jumped up. Right. And here in Madison County, one of the things that you're mentioning that with the governor saying that, you know, well, counties have more internet sales tax coming in, so they have more funds. But here in Madison County, we share those sales tax dollars with our localities, our towns and villages. Correct. I just did a a little um, little video on our form of government. Board of Supervisors versus the county legislature and our Board of Supervisors because there's supervisors directly from each town we do a 50-50 split on the sales tax which is 
one of it's probably the best uh, sales tax uh, sharing agreement in the state and um, now with the budget the way that it is and uh, Medicaid coming down the pike the way it has um, we're gonna have to look at that formula and see if we can tweak it at all to um, you know help the county out a little bit and make sure we take care of the towns as well um, there's pressure coming from not only from state mandates but uh, wages uh, because of inflation uh, benefits because of inflation and insurance companies uh, their rates never go down they always go up we've got about the same amount of employees as we had uh, 10 years ago but uh, payroll's gone up significantly because if you want to keep good services which we have and we've um, done surveys on that people are very very satisfied with the quality and level of services they get here in Madison County you have to retain good people and in order to retain good people you got to pay them well and give them good benefits and our employees are very satisfied with what they make and their level of benefits and everything so that's a balance that we have to strike um, if you you know you don't want to pay anybody then that's what you're going to get and you're not going to get good services and you're not going to get good quality employees you have to take care of your employees and uh, that's where we're at and that's one of the other pressure points that's coming at us uh, in this year's budget and Cindy Edick who is the treasurer for Madison County will be presenting the budget uh, kind of to the board um, in the first day of annual session which I believe is November 9th something like that yeah, yeah. I'm trying to do the dates in yep. my head. Uh, so let's talk about a little bit, some more happier things that are going on besides the budget. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, Delphi Falls, our county park, our you know newest county park we've been talking about for a few years. We have ongoing construction there. We're now yep. constructing phase two. Yep. And that's going on. So if people do go to Delphi Falls, you know, you can use the new rim trail, which is awesome. You just might not be able to go to the lower part of the falls right now. Right. And a lot of this, um, we heard some balking from some people about, you know, paying for Delphi Falls and putting up this building and using some of ARPA funds for that. But um, the fact is that this park was virtually given to us, and we've gotten a lot of grant money to improve it. Um, we got more grant money that we have in the hopper that we've asked for uh, for this. And that's a one-off. Um, we try to pay for one-offs with cash money and uh we're going to, i'm sorry to go back to uh the doom and gloomer things <laughs> it's okay but um that four million dollars if we put it in the budget it would be gone for reoccurring costs and that was a one-off and um you know it's going to benefit the county by the time we're all done it'll be a good great county asset they started construction on uh the south side of uh the creek there um upper trails all done and uh, everybody that goes there just raves and it's a great asset and going back to that um, we have some people that complain about you know we spent so much money on the courthouse and we spent so much money on the highway garage um, well when we did and I'll go back again and when we did the radio system we spent uh, I want to say it was almost 20 million dollars on the radio system the radio system uh, was done being paid for, 
and we did the courthouse and we did the highway garage within five years of each other and that debt service payment is no more than the debt service payment that was for the radio system and that's about a million four hundred thousand i think is what it is so you've got a brand new courthouse which um before we had renovated it uh, we had two lawsuits against us because it was not handicap accessible now this building is fully uh, up to 2022 standards or 2021 standards whatever they are and uh you if you're uh it's fully handicap accessible fully the whole building is accessible by the handicapped and uh we don't have to worry about being sued for that ever again uh the highway garage uh if you're going to build a highway garage you might as well build one that's going to last and that's what we did uh it's a great facility uh, we combined our sheriffs up there we have em up there um it holds enough for all the Morrisville, the southern uh, group that works down there. There's offices. Um, so, you know, while you're doing it, you might as well do it right, and that's what we did. So there's a lot of detractors out there that like to chirp, but, uh, you know, I, we've done the best we could at the minimal impact to the taxpayers, and that's where we're at. So, It's investing in infrastructure, and things need to, you know, be fixed and changed correct and um going back to delphi falls and some of the money we actually had the ribbon cutting of the pedestrian bridge that goes from the parking lot to the actual rim trail and yes. the trail that brings you up to the falls yep. uh two weeks ago and the allen family who was the family that lived there for 60 years prior to it becoming a park um, they were there for the ribbon cutting. The great-grandchildren were able to cut the ribbon. Um, they gifted us that pedestrian bridge. Correct. They, gifted, they donated it. They donated, donated the $50,000 for that bridge. It's a beautiful bridge. Yep. So if you haven't been there yet, there is a plaque honoring their um, Contribution. You know, their, their yep. stewardship for Delphi Falls. And yep. it was I, the family was very appreciative of having that moment all together, which was great. Um, and we have some pictures of that up on our website as well. And... I wanted to bring up uh, with you, Chairman, a topic that's kind of going on, uh, you know, in one of our, in, in our city, so not our towns, but in our city, they're, they're bringing up the idea of having a city manager government. Here at the county, we kind of ha already have that government. We have a county administrator. administrator. Yep. What kind of government is that, and is it feasible for a, a city or a town to have? Well, in my video, I describe this, that uh, the Board of Supervisors is elected directly by each township and four from the city of Oneida. And uh, out of the 19 supervisors, once every two years, they pick a chair to uh, preside over the meetings and be the head of uh, our county. And um, we decided, oh, I think it was probably had to be 12 years ago, I think, to go to a full-time administrator because no matter who does the chair's position, they don't have enough time to adequately do um, and have the skill set to do what needs to be done day-to-day -day at the administration uh, of things. So we have uh, a county administrator, which does all the department head meetings, 
make sure that things are uh, the directives by the board are carried out and taken care of and uh, with that uh, that was a local law creating that county administrator position and the county administrator reports directly to the chairman of the board and the chairman of the board reports to the board of supervisors which uh, it's worked out very well in our case um, there's a lot of counties throughout the state that do that and uh, looking at the city of Oneida's model of government uh, it would probably uh, work very well for them I know they've, they're going through some uh, charter changes down there and to have somebody full-time uh, to work with uh, constituents and uh, department heads and make sure day-to-day -day operations are done and network throughout uh, the state with other administrators for ideas and things that could be done is uh, probably a good idea. Um, I want to bring it back to another local level. So we talked last week with Jenna Illingworth, our EMS director, and we talked about some updates and, you know, because we hadn't talked to her in over six months about Madison County EMS. Yes. And now that the Madison County EMS ambulance system is in the town of Sullivan, you are the supervisor for the town of Sullivan, how is that going for your town? It's uh, working out very, very well. And again, you have armchair quarterbacks trying to guess and think about how this is uh, advanced. Uh, one town's taking advantage of everything, but uh, the town of Sullivan is the biggest town in the county and has the biggest tax base, and that only uh, made uh, common sense to start in the town of Sullivan. We had one ambulance from AMR. Um, they would go up to the city. They might get a couple of calls in a day, maybe three at the most. Um, now that we have uh, Madison County there, They've done nine calls in a matter of one morning, one time. And uh, we're getting a much better service. It'll be around the same cost uh, through the county as it was in the town, uh, which is a good thing. And um, we're in the process of building a three-bay um, garage to uh, house the ambulances. We talked about this seven years ago here at the board, that there was going to be a problem with EMS at some point in time because um, just from the finance standpoint and regulation standpoint and uh, we had to do something so we finally did something and we started in Sullivan uh, it's rapidly moving towards Hamilton Hamilton will be the next uh, place that uh, Madison County sets up EMS um, and there's other agencies throughout uh the county that have trouble and it's it's nothing to be ashamed of it's nothing that anybody's done uh no poor management or anything like that when we go out and go to nysac and talk to people throughout the state it's a problem in every single county in every single state in the united states of america ems is in trouble there's uh not enough people going into the field there's a lot of mandates that go on to a person before they can get on a rig, uh, before they can become a paramedic, all that stuff. And it costs a lot of money, and it takes a lot of time out of a person's life uh, to be able to do that. If you've got a job and you want to become a paramedic or um, you know, just a medic or anything like that, you have to go to night classes besides uh, your family and have your job, and it's expensive. And we have to think outside of the box on how we uh, get more people involved with that 
And that's the conversations that's going on throughout the state and throughout the country. So we're seeing it here. And as we always do, we've seen a problem. Um, we've, we're working through it and trying to get ahead of it. Um, usually we're ahead of things here in Madison County. And uh, we're working through it, and it's going to be fine by the time we're all done. And when we talked to Jenna, she was also talking about, you know, other things. You know, Madison County is helping those agencies. We're pushing for the direct pay bill. We're, you know, uh, pushing for EMS to be deemed essential here in New York State. And those things would help our, our, all of the agencies across the state. The direct pay bill is sitting on the governor's desk. Uh, the Senate passed it. The Assembly passed it. And it's sitting on her desk to be signed. And uh, if she came out of Albany once in a while and got down on the uh, down in the trenches here at the county lo at the county level, she would know that this is an issue, and that it needs to be uh, taken care of. She'd have that bill signed already, but um, she's uh, disconnected from the locals. So, I want to talk about one other thing we have coming. Well, actually, two other things we have coming up um, in November. For the past three, well, now this will be our third year, we've been honoring our veterans through Operation Greenlight, which was an initiative started by NISAC. Yes. And NACO. NACO. NISAC started it, and then NACO okay. last okay. year. Yeah. I know. It's been so confusing. <laughs> and then, so then last year, when you were at NACO, it became a national initiative. Correct. I did the, I did the motion to make that. Yes. 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 Uh, You're correct. Which was great because, uh, so what Operation Greenlight is, is for a week in November, we ask people to shine a green light or just a green light bulb on your front porch. Uh, here we turn the county office building green for to just show our veterans that we care about them and that we support them. And it helps bring light to um, let people know about our veteran service agency and all the um, benefits and things like that and help that is out there for our veterans. Uh, so the week of November 6th through the 12th, we're asking people to shine that green light. And... I mean, to you, Chairman, what is, why are you so proud of this program? Why do you want to make, I mean, for the third year in a row, we're doing it, and we actually have more lights this year coming yes, on green. Yes, Well, we want to do as much as we can for our veterans. They've, uh, they're, the reasons why, they're the reason why we're here. Um, they all have fought. They've sacrificed um, uh, their time, their lives. Uh, some of them have given the ultimate sacrifice for our country to be free, uh, like it or not, freedom of speech. Um, and uh, this is one small way to honor them. And uh, I think it's a great program that it's nationwide uh, and started by our state. And, um, you know, we do as much as we can for our veterans here in Madison County. And, um, you know, it's just a great program. So anything we can do to honor our vets and, uh, and uh, bring attention to them is uh, a good program. It really is. And a little bit before November, we have Halloween coming up. And mm -hmm. the town of Sullivan, you guys have a fun activity on October 30th, the night of October 30th, Trunk, right? trunk or treat. Yeah, it's, uh, it's um, Jenna started it with the ambulance, <laughs> ambulance service. And I think uh, they're going to do it at uh, the ambulance building. And uh, it's stop by and see the ambulance and check the ambulance out and uh, get your treat. So everybody, make sure you uh, stop in to see the uh, ambulance and the crew and uh, get your treat. And I know the fire departments are going to be there. And Chairman, I think everybody wants to know, will you be dressed up? 
No, I won't be dressed up. <laughs> well, he, <laughs> don't uh, say that too joke, quick. <laughs> you might be. <laughs> well, nah, I don't think so. Oh, I might have a tie on. But uh, it reminds me of uh, somebody asked Abraham Lincoln or told Abraham Lincoln one time that he was two-faced. And he says, do you think if uh, I had two faces, I would have this one on? He said, so, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, with that, we'll end the podcast. Do you want to? close us out chairman uh, i just want to go back to uh, oh, the ambulance services and the pressures it puts on uh our fire departments other agencies outside the county and uh this is alleviating that it's uh taking some pressure off our fire departments and uh definitely outside agencies and mutual aid agencies um and uh it's working out good for everybody it's been a problem for a long time and uh it's it's going to be good when we're all done so Yep, that's it. And uh, thank you for having us today. Thank you, Sam, as always. Of course. You're welcome anytime. uh, Thank everybody out there in Madison County, and we really do live in a great county. So thank you. Until next time.